0: Good morning, let's open in our Bibles to Psalm 121, the 121st Psalm. If the Bible is a new book to you, Psalms is the biggest book in the Bible and it's right smack dab in the middle, so just open up the middle of your Bible and turn right and you will come to Psalm number 121. Beginning with verse 1, let's read Psalm 121. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence, or where, comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Verse 3, he will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. He is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve or keep your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Verse 1 again, I will lift up my eyes to the hills, from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Let's pray. Father, I thank you so much for your word. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit who inspired the writers to write the scriptures. Thank you, Lord, that the Psalms are more than just liturgy. But, Lord, they are words of life to those who will heed them and believe them. For, Lord, they were written during a time when you gave a taste of the New Testament to the people of the Old Testament during the life of David. Lord, we thank you for those who are here to hear this word. We pray, Lord, that this word would encourage the discouraged, would save the lost, would restore those who have fallen down by the way. In Jesus' name. Amen. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence comes my help. I love hills. I love mountains. Uh, Finley and Karen are here today. They are moving to Colorado. I love Colorado. I've only been there twice. The first time there, I could not see the mountains because of the weather. It was so cloudy. And it was there that I received the revelation. Just because you can't see something does not mean that something is not there. Just because I couldn't see the mountains didn't mean the mountains were not there. And so it is in our life. Just because you may not see the answer to your prayer does not mean the answer is not on the way. You know, God is eternal, He's like us in that. He lives, He exists, but unlike us is He does not live within time. Past, present, and future are alike to Him. He does not live a linear life. He is eternal. But you and I, in our current state, we live a linear life from our birth to our death or maybe to our rapture to the next dimension of life one day at a time. And the Bible promises, though, that when we pray, he hears us before we answer. He answers our prayer. And I like to think of answered prayer as not so much in the sense that God's answer to your prayer is on its way to us. You know, heaven's ten zillion light years away and the day we ask He answers that prayer, and it's on its way. It's making its journey from the universe's edges of the universe to us. I prefer to believe and and understand it as such that the day we ask, he answers that very day somewhere along the timeline of our life. So the truth is, the answer to our prayers is not coming to us, but we are going to the answer. So keep on praying, keep on asking, and continue living and walking by faith, And not by sight. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. I love hills, I love Comanche Peak, the hills that are on the uh, southern side of our community. Uh, They mean a lot to me. Uh, Years ago, when I had finished Bible school in Houston and got my little bachelor's of theology degree, I went to visit my brother-in-law and sister, who currently were pastoring a church in Kirbyville, Texas. We're talking deep east Texas. And during my visit there with them, uh, my brother-in-law said, let's go see a Brother Driscoll. He's an elderly artist, a man of God, a prophetic brother lived in Jasper. So he we went to see him and while we were there, Brother Driscoll ministered to me and says, I see you with books all around you. And I said, oh, Brother Driscoll, right on. I just got out of Bible school. And Brother Driscoll said these words. He says, no, that's the past. What I see is the future. I see you with books around you in the future. The Lord apparently has a whole lot more for you to learn. Man, was that ever the truth. I had so much more to learn. I had a degree showing I'd been to school, but I had a whole lot more that the Lord wanted to teach me. And uh, that was a right on word. And prior to our parting ways with him, he gave me a piece of art that he had painted. Now, his artwork was known around that region as being prophetic. Sometimes he would paint a scene of a baptistry that would have vegetation in it that only grows in the Holy Land. And this brother had never been to the Holy Land. He just painted what he saw in his heart. And in this case, he gave me this painting called The Trail. I have it, and here comes my wife with it. Uh, it's a painting of this wall made of like Austin-type stone with an arched doorway in it. And looking it's looking past the wall through this doorway to a trail that goes to a flat-top hill with a dip in the middle or a flat-top mountain that has a valley between them. And the trail uh, points to that. And uh, I took it home. We put it on our wall. My wife and I often thought it was significant to our future. And we would tease one another and say, where are we on the trail? I don't know. We're somewhere on the trail. And uh, so we just kept it in our home. It was a challenge. You know, life is a journey, blah, blah, blah. Until we became pastor here. The following week, it's like our eyes were open. We looked at this painting, and here it is. And to us, it was as close as anyone could get to painting a picture of Comanche Peak without having been here. So to us, our destiny from the beginning days of our ministry was to come to these hills. So when I look up, and see those hills. I know the Lord sent me here. It speaks of the calling of God to me. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from where my help comes from. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. You know the great religions of the world all have their prophets and great men and their gods and goddesses that they worship, and oftentimes. These figures that they admire have some mountain that they climb, that that you've got to climb to go see, uh, a, a high place of worship to attend to. And even in Catholicism, there's some hills you must climb on your hands and knees for penance to reach some ultimate spiritual experience. But true Christianity isn't about us going up. It's about God coming down. Jesus came down from his throne and glory to our level when we couldn't get up to his. He is Emmanuel, God with us. God became one of us by coming down to us and living amongst us. So when I look to any hill, I'm reminded of the beauty of God's creation, but reminded of the fact that God came down to where we are to meet our needs. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. When I think of this text, I think of four hills in the Bible from which God sent help. The first hill I think of is the hill called Mount Sinai, where God sent his law through Moses Moses came down from the mountain with the Ten Commandments and hundreds of laws that God gave him for his people. A marvelous revelation of his will for man, and yet it was the diagnosis of the human problem because this law was something that was impossible for us to fulfill on our own. This law was, as it were, the diagnosis of the human condition. The law reveals the rebellion in the human race because before man ever received the first set of Ten Commandments, they laid broken at the foot of that hill. Coming down that hill was not the remedy for man's problems, but it was a diagnosis showing us that we need a Savior. And Mount Sinai points us to another hill to which I lift the eyes of faith towards where help comes from, that hill is called Mount Calvary, where the Son of God climbed that little hill, that ugly place. You can go there today in Jerusalem and see it. The Son of God climbed it for us with a cross upon His back, bearing the sins of the world upon His shoulders. And there He died on the top of that hill, and His blood came down. The help of God, the life of Christ, came down to the surface of the earth to bless all of this planet's inhabitants inhabitants with the forgiveness of their sins. Sure, the law coming at Mount Zion was an amazing thing. I mean, God etched with his finger his will on tablets of stone. Yet we could not abide by those commands in our own strength those commands only reveal to us our wickedness the bible says by the law comes the knowledge of sin and through the knowledge of sin comes the realization we need a savior i will lift up my eyes past sinai to calvary the hill where god's help came And yet there's another hill in the Christian life that we look to where the helper came. The Holy Spirit, Jesus said, would come and convict the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. The Holy Spirit, he said, would be our helper, would be our comforter, would be one who would testify of Jesus. And that Holy Spirit came for the first time upon another mountain, another hill called Mount Zion. And it's questionable as to whether or not it came upon that hill where the upper room was, Mount Zion, or the temple mount where the temple was. At either place, the disciples were meeting daily in the temple and in their house of worship, the upper room, Praying and waiting on this Holy Spirit that Jesus said would come. The Holy Spirit came down. Peter preached in Acts 2 that Jesus poured out the Spirit which you now see and hear. So he not only sent us help through the shedding of his blood, but he sent us a helper through the outpouring of his Spirit, Coming down to us, not us going up to him, having to climb the Temple Mount or Mount Zion. Coming down to us, we receive this amazing help from the Lord, the Lord himself, the Holy Spirit. And finally, I think of another mountain where our help comes from. Our help is coming. Jesus said he would come back. He is returning. And when he ascended back to the Father, he was on a place called Mount Olivet or the Mount of Olives and where he ascended. And as he's rising, his hands are raised and he's speaking blessing over his followers. You can see it there in the last chapter of Luke. And the first chapter of Acts, Luke, the same man, picks up with the story left off in Luke. Chapter one of Acts, angels appear. And said, why do you stand here gazing into heaven? For this same Jesus, whom you saw depart, will come again in the same manner like you saw him go away. My theology interprets that to mean that Jesus left visibly from the Mount of Olives. And he's coming back visibly to the Mount of Olives. So when I see that mountain, I see in my mind's eye where the Lord ascended. And I see through the eyes of faith, will the Lord Is. Coming back. To rule. And we will rule and reign forever. With him. So Mount Sinai. Reveals our need for a savior. Mount Calvary. Reveals the savior. Mount Zion. Or the temple mount. Reveals the helper. And Mount. Olivet will reveal the return of the Lord. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord. The hill of Sinai, I am reminded that the will of God is serious and sin is a serious issue and God desires to deal with it. And Mount Mount Calvary, he dealt with it through the death of his son so that through calling on his name, Jesus we can receive the benefit of his poured out life and his shed blood. And we need the remedy from sin. But God is so good, he does not leave us there. He wants us to go on and receive the benefit of Mount Zion and Mount, uh, the Temple Mount. And receiving the Holy Spirit in his fullness, his power, enabling us. As Acts eight says, you will, receive ho- you will receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses. Enabling us to be a powerful witness and the great hope of the Lord's appearing is something we need to never forget because the Bible says he's coming back for those who are looking for his return. Mount Olivet reminds us of that day. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Let's pray. Almighty God, I pray for everyone who's ever heard this sermon And heard its truths before. I pray, Lord, that your word would bear fruit. That it would not return void. Thank you, Lord, for that promise. I pray, Lord, for those who have been living on Mount Sinai. Just being condemned for their sinfulness. I pray, Lord, they would move on to Mount Calvary. in their faith walk. And realize that, Jesus, you paid the way. Through the shedding of your blood on that ugly hill. And, Lord, for those who have been redeemed. From the curse of the law. And been forgiven of their sins. Lord may they go on. And receive the benefits. Of what was poured out. At Zion. And the temple mount. Through the pouring of the Holy Spirit. Lord may fill. Every hearer with your spirit. Forgive them of their sins. And fill them to overflowing with your spirit. And Lord make us all. Those who look up. For our redemption draws nigh. Looking forward to your return. I want. I want. Every hearer right now, even those of you that are listening to this through some form of media, place your hand on your heart. You feel your heart beating? Your heart's beating because your body is alive. The heart is the center of your life. Because it's beating, you know you're alive. Let that heartbeat you feel be symbolic of your life And let me challenge you right now to give your life to Jesus. Just say with me, Oh God in heaven, I've heard this word today, and I want to respond by giving you my life. I open the door of my heart, and I ask you to come in to my life. Forgive me of my sins. Jesus, I call on your name and confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you died for my sins and you have risen from the dead as my Savior. I receive you now by faith in Jesus' name. Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit empower me in jesus name amen right now i'm going to ask the prayer ministry team to come forward and as they come forward those of you who need prayer about anything it could be uh, more prayer in response to what we just prayed we're here to pray with you could be prayer for your sick body prayer for someone who's not here prayer for wisdom for a decision you have to make, prayer for reconciliation to a relationship that's been damaged, prayer for a need to be met, a miracle to be worked. We're here to pray with you. As a prayer team comes forward now, you come forward with them. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you His peace in the name of Of the Lord Jesus Christ. May you go out victorious. Looking to the hills. From where your help comes from. Coming down to you and I. In Jesus name. Amen.